0: Now, let's go back to our top story, the proposal to shut down News Hub. It has raised questions about the industry, the wider industry, and, of course, the future for young journalists or people thinking about getting into the industry. Jeff Hampton is a tutor at the New Zealand Broadcasting School and former TV3 journalist. He joins us now. Good morning, Jeff.
1: Good morning, Corinne.
0: Is this the case, in your view, of a company which is just uh, can't make it work, or is there a wider industry issue at play here?
1: There's a wider industry issue at play here and unfortunately this is going to lead us back to the bad old days of One Channel News. And I remember it because um, back in the 1980s I was working as a journalist and I joined TV3 in 1989 and TVNZ in those days were slow and lazy and they really picked up their game when TV3 started. But I think the main problem here is Meta and Google Um, The government here has been slow to respond to the threat to the local news media, unlike Australia and Canada, where the governments there have made moves um, to make these huge companies um, pay for content they're taking from local local media providing the news.
0: Yes, this was the warning. The bill is being considered at Select Committee. Uh, The government has not yet confirmed whether it's going to back it. Uh, we heard from the bosses of a number of media organisations, including RNZ, in which they called for the level playing field, but warned that more, well, well that companies could fail. This was a, a pretty clear warning from media bosses. Sadly, it's come to fruition all too soon. Are you worried that there could be more at risk?
1: Yes, I am. And think of what we're losing. Um, news Hub do a really good job, they've been doing great stories on exploited migrants up in Auckland. They've got an amazing foreign correspondent, Lisette Raymer, who's been in the Ukraine, she's really brave. The stories she's been doing have been incredible. Um, They've got so many good journalists, Paddy Gow, the campaigning he did um, for people with cystic fibrosis, you know, for life-saving medicine. This is the sort of journalism that we are going to lose. And it's really important that, um, that the government does something to try and help the media. Otherwise, we're going to lose more. You know, more um, outlets will fall over. And, you know, it's a shame because we want and we do have young people, really good young people coming through our training. Um, they're looking forward to working in the industry and this sort of thing is discouraging for them.
0: I mean, it's pretty clear that the... Uh... We are seeing an even increased move to digital news, right? I mean, this seems to be the future for news organisations. If we look at, say, the linear TV, there's all been talk of that this will eventually end the old broadcast mechanisms with aerials and things like this. It'll all be digital. I mean, are there still not going to be plenty of competitive elements to that? I mean, there's plenty of operators in the digital space. Is it just a shift in the way in which we get our media that's going on
1: here? Yeah, you're right. Um, it is a shift, but you still need the content, current. You still need people to produce the stories, produce professional stories, and while people are watching it in a different way um, on their phones, etc., we still need good, high-quality content. So I'm optimistic that um there will still be jobs it is changing but um but people still do watch uh, you know tv3 news or news hub mm. and TVNZ and when big things happen I mean, you know for example earthquakes um big storms etc the viewership is massive
0: yeah i mean do do you think people realize just how costly it is to make television news there's a lot of components that go into it you might just see the reporter at the end of the day but there's an awful lot of people behind that uh, that reporter to get that story out and the other thing I think people sometimes forget is that there are with companies like big tv news companies an enormous amount of checks and balances that they face arguably that someone on social media or twitter does not
1: absolutely Um, You're dead right there. It's a huge production. Like You see the reporters on air at the end of the day, but there's a camera operator, sometimes an editor has edited their story. There are producers. There's a whole team behind them. It's a massive operation. It's professionally run, and what you're seeing is good quality news. It's high quality, whereas on Meta, people just post all sorts of nonsense, and it's not properly checked or um, researched, so it's important to try and keep these media companies stable because you're getting good quality news, and it's important for our democracy that this continues.
0: How much, though, can a government really do here, given it's already the owner of TVNZ and RNZ?
1: Yes, that's a good question. Well, for starters, they could do what Australia and Canada has done and start forcing these big digital companies to pay for content. Um, That's most important, I think. Um, eh, Well... Also, I think the media companies also need to adapt. That's um, that's another aspect of it as well. And some of them are they're adapting quite well. Although the digital model is harder to fund, you can't carry as much advertising, so it's quite a challenge right. for them.
0: Jeff, thank you very much for your thoughts. Jeff Hampton, there, tutor at the New Zealand Broadcasting School, and former TV3 journalist.